Hello, this is Attorney Susan Ingalls. I am at Ingalls Angle here on Anchor.fm, and it's Think Like a Lawyer Thursday. You come in here with a skull full of mush, and you leave thinking like a lawyer. Hey, today is Valentine's Day 2019, and I want to talk to you about what uh, some folks call sweetheart swindlers. Okay, these are um, essentially romantic uh, dating type scams. Faraway lovers that lavish you with attention, steal your heart, and then eventually claim to be strapped for cash and want your money. They usually create an attractive um, online profile. They might say they're a deployed soldier, an American government agent stationed overseas, or even quite often perhaps a person of high status from another state or another country. And they take their time to gain your trust. They don't immediately start asking for money. They gain their trust, let you think that they're somehow in love with you, and then they pounce. So once they got you by the heartstrings, they start asking you for money. And, and you know, it can seem like it's for legitimate reasons. You know, they might say they have a medical emergency. They need a passport. Um, they need bail because of a wrongful arrest or just some money to purchase more telephone time so they can call you. Uh, and you won't believe this, but the Federal Trade Commission um, recently, just a couple of days ago, released a data spotlight which reports a huge jump in losses and complaints um, as a result of romance scams. So the report says that in 2015, there were 8,500 uh, romance scams reported to the tune of th- $33 million in losses. In 2018, it was 21,000 scams to the tune of $143 million in losses, more than any other types of fraud um, complaints that are collected. So, what remedy do you have if this happens to you or to a family member or a friend or a client? Well, frankly, there is rarely anything you can do to get your money back or to get the client some money back. Sometimes filing bankruptcy uh, can give you a fresh start if you've um, you know, borrowed money to send money to the sweetheart swindler. But really, you can't track the scammers down usually, and even if you could, they will have already spent your money, and they won't have any money of their own, unfortunately. So, here are some tips from the Federal Trade Commission on how you can avoid the romance scams, and that's about the best you can do. And unfortunately, it's hard for people to do once those heartstrings have been pulled. But anyway... Here's four things. Never send money or gifts to a sweetheart that you have not met in person. Number two, take it slow. Ask questions and look for inconsistent answers to the questions as the relationship moves along. Number three, 
search for online images with the person's name. You may find that there, um, there's different uh, faces that go with that name, and that can be a sign of a scammer. And fourth, as soon as you are suspicious, cut off contact and report the scam. You can report a scam like this to the South Carolina Con uh, Department of Consumer Affairs and also to the Federal Trade Commission. Both have websites, um, consumerfinance.gov, uh, excuse me, it's consumer.sc.gov in South Carolina, and then the Federal Trade Commission is ftc.gov. Okay, and just for good measure, uh, here are some tips to educate yourself before diving into these online dating services, and these come from the South Carolina Department of Consumer Affairs. Okay, number one, take your time. Avoid high-pressure sales tactics on uh, matchmaking services. If it's a reputable company, the service will still be there tomorrow. Number two, read the contract. Now, I preach this all the time about reading these contracts that you sign, even when they're online contracts. It may seem, you know, obvious, but you've got to read the entire contract. Verbal contracts, especially in these situations, are difficult to prove. Make sure it's in writing and that all the things that need to be in there are included and that you fully understand all the provisions of the contract. Before you sign, ask questions. Consult with somebody you know or someone who's used the site already before you sign. Make sure uh, also that you've got a copy of the contract. Number three, there are no guarantees, so be suspicious of promises that sound too good to be true. Make sure you understand the services that are being offered and the time frame in which they'll be provided. Number four, continuing from the Department of Consumer Affairs, cancellation policies. Be sure and verify that cancellation policy so you know what you would need to do if you want to opt out of the service and also if there are any fees or costs that are associated with that. And finally, and this is important, take any testimonials from these sites with a grain of salt because you really don't know if they are true or if they're false. So thanks for tuning in. This has been Attorney Susan Ingalls. I am at Ingalls Angle uh, here on Anchor.fm, and you can also find me uh, at, uh, at Ingalls Angle on Twitter and on Instagram. And thanks for tuning in. Happy Valentine's Day. You come in here with a skull full of mush, and you leave thinking like a lawyer.